The Story and Things podcast is intended for mature audiences who don't mind major spoilers. If you're returning or if this is your first time listening, welcome, and I hope you enjoy. Hi, welcome to the Story and Things podcast. We are a podcast that reviews stories and we talk about other things. I'm your host, Yehida. I'm your host, Chelly. And today we are going to be discussing the infamous The Hating Game by Sally Thorne. Yes. Had you already heard about this story? No. I thought, I thought, because I forgot her name, that this book was written by Bella Thorne. Pleasantly surprised. (laughs) Pleasantly, but also unpleasantly, because I really wanted her to write a book. Yeah. When it was not Bella Thorne. It's not Bella Thorne, it's Sally Thorne. So then I was just like, okay, not written by Bella Thorne, so I'll just imagine the main character is Bella Thorne. So. (laughs) Wait! I did. Did you watch the movie? No! Okay, but we gotta talk about that, because there's a reason I didn't watch the movie. <gasps> no! Wait, yeah. Are we saving that for later? Yeah. Okay, I'll save it for later. So, welcome to this new episode of Season Dos. Season Dos. I mean, it's already been a minute. It's, but... been, a, it's been a minute, but it feels so new. This... It feels... Do you feel this? Wait. <sighs> new terrain. Beautiful. It's because <laughs> we got new mics, that's why. We hope that you can tell the difference, because... We can tell the difference. For the price... If you can't tell the difference, I'd be mad. <laughs> I'd be <laughs> but also, heartbroken. We've been trying a lot harder to expose ourselves to media because both of us are not like that at all. We're not really social media kind of girls. Yeah, we're just girls who like to vibe. Vibe with their besties. And vibe and read. Love that. That's us. it. <laughs> Wait, okay, we gotta discuss about changing the podcast name because that's a very good one. <laughs> vibe and TM, 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 TM. We are going to be talking about the hating game. By Sally Thorne. And I wanted to give a quick summary. I'm not really going to go into specifics. Because I think it would be really good if you listen to this episode after you've read it. So if you want to go read The Hating Game, go read it now. And go. Go, 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 go. Don't stop. (laughs) Okay, he's done. (laughs) But um, we're going to start off by giving a summary. Yeah. That isn't going to give out too much spoilers. But when we discuss it, we will give out more spoilers. So warning, spoilers ahead. And also warning. I just want to tell you that I think I'm drunk. <laughs> I think that one hit. Oh, damn. Okay. Anyway. I think good. But I, it might hit in a minute. <laughs> it might hit in a minute. I can't see straight. But I can see you. But anyway, <laughs> let's go ahead and start with our summary. So this is a typical enemies to lovers book mm-hmm. that is taking place in an office. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's a publication office. And our main characters. Lucy and Josh. They, they sit across from one another. And they fucking hate each other. Lucy has this whole thing in her mind, and, you know, Josh does too, that they play a little game with each other. And it's several games. It could be the staring game, where they they look at each other through their reflective mirror-ass desks, and they just And look. they just look at each other until the first person breaks. Can we do it? No. I guess. <laughs> <laughs> and then they'll also play the... Well, I don't. There's so many games, but it's it's just games to annoy the fuck out of each other because they fucking hate each other. Mm-hmm. And even Josh will wear the same shirt according to like the day just to annoy the <laughs> shit out of her. It's so funny. <laughs> but anyway, <laughs> this story 
centers around the fact that there's going to be a new position at their job opening up, Mm -hmm. which is a higher position than both of them. Mm -hmm. They work under the two CEOs that own this company, Mm -hmm. but there's going to be a position higher than that, which would make either Josh or Lucy the boss boss of of each each other. So, of course, Lucy's like, fuck that bitch, Josh. I'm going to be fucking getting this position. You're going to be licking my fucking shoes, bitch, because you are not going to get this position. She says, if he gets the position, I quit. I fucking quit. I'm out of here. I would never work under him. But if I get the position, fuck him. I'm going to make him fucking smile at me because, by the way, she's never seen him smile. Mm-hmm. She smiled in front of him once and she was like, fatal mistake. <laughs> never Why again. I fucking do that. My one weakness. (laughs) But anyway, this story gets a little weird because, you know, they're always in each other's freaking private space, which is so funny because anytime that they talk to each other, fucking Josh knows everything about her. So she would be like, you know, my upbringing. And he's like, you mean the strawberry farms? Strawberry farms and this longitude and this latitude? You mean the exactly. strawberry farms? And he calls her shortcake because her family... Always sh- made strawberry shortcake. Exactly. Because of the strawberry farms. They tease each other because, remember, they're playing the hating game. And it seems really serious for Lucy because we're more in her point of view. Until she has a dream. Mm. And in oh, this yeah. dream... And the reason she has this dream is because when they're fighting about who's going to take the position, Josh is like, I am going to fucking work you hard, bitch. I'm going to work you so fucking hard, work bitch. You so fucking hard. And you know, it's funny because Lucy's like, I'm sorry, I didn't hear you. Can, can you say that again? I'm sorry. Work me what? Wait, it's weird. I was actually going to make a voice memo right now. <laughs> can I voice memo this shit? Uh-huh. For, you know, for my own time. I mean, uh, work for work. It's like, I'm going to fucking work you hard, bitch. Okay, I'm going to go have a wet-ass dream. And (laughs) she does. She She has a wet-ass dream about him. So it changes the dynamic because the next day, she dresses up for work. She's wearing a really short skirt. She's wearing red heels. She walks in like she owns the place, but she ends up tripping because that's just the kind of character that she is. (laughs) And he's like, just looks at her like... Really? Really? Really, bitch? (laughs) Really? But then she mentions to him that it's like, I had a weird dream. About a coworker, But I'm not going to say who, though. It was fucking sexual as fuck. But I'm not going to say who it was about. But I will let you know that it is someone that is leaving their position. And he's like, oh, my God. Oh, my God. You know, you can only oh, assume love. you can only assume what he's thinking. But, but he's, by the way she words it, it's like, I'm going to be Joshua's mind. I'm going to be the fucking boss. So, I'm therefore. position. She's fucking dreaming about me. She's fucking dreaming about me, bitch. So he's like, oh my gosh. He's really intrigued. And so he's asking her questions. And she notices that while she's explaining the dream, but not really explaining the dream, she goes on this whole tangent about what it was, but it wasn't. Yeah. She notices that he's turned on by it. Yeah. He's like, oh, tell me about this dream, girl. Tell me about this dream. But anyway. But wait, wait, wait. Before we go on. She looks really hot this day, remember? And he tells her, he's like, oh my God, where are you going? And she's like, I have a date, which was a total lie. Yeah, she but, didn't. But because he asks her, he asks her, well, where is this date? And she just tells him, oh, it's this bar, bar on at Melrose. 7 PM. At 7 p.m. And he's like, really funny because I'm actually going to go to the same bar at the same time. She freaks out. She runs to another coworkers and coworkers cubby or whatever they're called. And she's like, what are you doing at 7 p.m. today? 
oh my god nothing why and she's like do you want to go to this bar with me and he's like he's infatuated by her so he agrees he's like hell yeah so then that that lie ended up becoming reality but while she's leaving for her date she gets in the same elevator as josh and he's like i'm gonna fucking stop this elevator bitch and fucking make out with you he okay Something we didn't mention. She's a five foot queen and he's like six four. Mm-hmm. So he stops the elevator and they're arguing like they normally do. And he literally picks her up like a little Polly Pocket. <laughs> and she's just, she's just like, she's just looking at him like, what the what fuck? What are you doing up here? <laughs> and this is how it looks. <laughs> he literally tells her, visit me up here. <laughs> I can't with him. And so. There, the tension is has always been there between them, but it like explodes, and yes. they start kissing. But at first, she's like, "What the, what the fuck? fuck? What the fuck?" <laughs> I thought we hated each other. I thought we were playing the hating game, not the kissing game. <laughs> and so they end up making out, and they leave the elevator. Whatever. He ends up giving her a ride to her date because she doesn't drive. I guess I don't know. And he didn't believe her that but, she had a date. Exactly. But when they arrived, she's like, yeah, I'm going to be having a date with Dan. Dan? Danny. I don't remember his name, to yeah, be honest. Yeah, but then he's like... Wait, Danny from Design? Work. From Design? The one that's leaving? And she's like, yeah, yeah, he's leaving, so it's all right. And he's like... Oh. oh I thought you were... I thought... Oh. What? Oh, yeah, this is awkward. This is awkward. You're not going to call it HR on me, are Which... <laughs> Which, bouncing off of that, they would also play the HR game. So when they things would start to, like, pass like pass a boundary, one of them would say, you know, that goes against protocol. I wonder what Jimmy from HR would say if they heard Jeanette. about it. Jeanette. Whatever. I don't even know. It was funny because Jeanette fucking working hard, bitch. She's over there. They're in the same freaking break room. Everyone get out of the fucking room. <laughs> She's about to go down. Them in the same room? Hell no. But they never really actually told HR on each other. It was no, more so just a game. No, they did. Remember, they all had like four or five complaints on HR. Yeah, but it wasn't like every time. No, it wasn't. It was just a game that they made afterwards. But they would like sometimes. But anyway, just to summarize this quick, this story revolves two characters that started hating each other. But through this story and through that misunderstanding, realized that, hey, you know what? This is... This is just I don't know if this is going to be a thing, but we should just like, I don't know, like kind of fuck each other. (laughs) Well, but not really, because he doesn't want to have sex with her. No, he doesn't, because in his mind, this is deeper. Mm -hmm. And so the story follows Josh trying to get him or trying to get her to fall in love with him Mm -hmm. and Lucy trying to understand her feelings. So... That is the spoiler-ish, free-ish version of this summary. I think that if you're interested in an office romance, go ahead and read it. Yes. But we are going to continue and we're going to add way more spoilers. Because I I really want to know what you think about certain certain, (laughs) certain scenes in this book. By the way, Yahira and I don't know what we think about. Yeah, so we decided to change things up. If you've listened to us before, we usually start off by saying, like, what are what were our impressions in, initially when we finished yeah. the book? But we've decided to hold off. Let's just keep the suspense going. Like, Wait, can, can we do something a little different? Can on. you tell me what you think I feel about it? And I won't make a face. Yes, you will, no, bitch. You're drunk. No, I won't. No, I won't. Go. So... 
There are certain things in this book that I don't think you you'll like. You know what's funny? You're you're interesting because sometimes you're interesting. Oh my god! Wait, hold on. <laughs> I think that sometimes you don't put your feminist your feminism aside when you're reading, but sometimes sure. you do. But it's like a sprinkle. I don't think you like this book. Okay. What do you think about me? I think you are in love with this book. I think that you actually really like this book only because it is a good, like, I don't want to call it a, I do not want to call it a trash book, but you know, it's one of those books that like, okay, I can read this and fucking love it. You know, just like a a passing time type of thing. To pass the time, you know? Yes. Interesting. Interesting. Okay, so let's go ahead. We don't know. We're not going to tell each other. No, ever. we're both ever. too. We're both too drunk. Can you imagine? <laughs> Do you feel it now? I, a little bit. I feel like I'm feeling that I'm shot now. Shot afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the tropes. What tropes were in this book? Um, office romance, obviously. Office romance and enemies to lovers. Enemies to lovers. But I will say that out of the not all of the enemies to lovers that we've read, but quite a few. I think this one had more depth to it yes. because they actually had things that they would do to each other that would actually annoy the shit out of each other. There was even a point where Josh did something to her that made her cry because he was pulling up a picture of her mm-hmm. that was like a way long ago. <laughs> that was really sad. Yeah, because he found a picture of her with her family and he was like, who's this girl? And, and she like, did <laughs> not like that picture of herself at all. Yeah, But he so. would he would do that a couple of times. Uh, remember that time when he, when she went out with Danny? I don't even know if that's his name. With, with that guy from Image, De- from Design, whatever De- his name. Derek. Derek. No, I think, it, I, think Danny, it, I think it's Danny. I think it is Danny. When she went out with Danny after that kiss that she had with Josh. There, thank you. <laughs> um, uh, Danny called her beautiful, and that made her really emotional because She's I think she's so used to being put down. By Josh. And because Josh came in, by the way, because he said he was going to be there at the first date. So when she was crying, he was like, what happened? You know, what 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 did he do? And it's like, it's not what he fucking did. It's the fact that I've had to deal with your fucking shit for so fucking long. Mm-hmm. That the fact that someone calls me beautiful will get me emotional. Now, I don't even believe it. And, you know, they enemies at this point mm-hmm. that fucking got to him. And I feel like even if you hated someone that fucking gets you because mm-hmm. you're the bad guy in that point. Mm-hmm. And you know, I mean, they did play a lot of games. So yeah, I mean, it's in her point of view, right? It's in yeah. her point of view, yeah, or it's mostly in her point of view. So we don't know how he's feeling. Exactly. I mean, they're playing a lot of games with each other. So there's so many fucking games. What other trope is there? Enemies um, to lovers. I do want to mention. We always talk about tropes that we like and we dislike, and I didn't really have any. I think enemies to lovers for me is up there, bitch. Really? I love enemies to lovers. For someone who loves friend, childhood friends to lovers, I thought enemies to lovers would be lower on your scale. Really? Really? <laughs> I guess you're learning more about me. <laughs> Wait, but is it? I thought childhood friends to lovers was your favorite trope. Well, I mean, we've read a lot of books recently. <laughs> we have read a lot of books. And enemies to lovers has been kind of a theme in a lot of books we've been reading recently. Would you say that... You prefer enemies to lovers than childhood friends to lovers? Ah, don't ask me that. I, I don't think, even. I don't even think I know what my favorite trope is. I Just kidding. I, I do know. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, bitch. She's right here in my noggin. What is it? Wait, what's your favorite trope? You know it. 
Wait, I'm trying to think. We've we talked about it before. Soul, soul mates. Yeah, soul, soul mates. mates. I like faded mates. When they don't know that they're faded mates. I really like enemies to lovers. More than I more think, than childhood friends to lovers? I think this one hit because of the fact that it was in an office. And it was just <laughs> such a normal fucking story. Because the thing is, we've been reading a lot of fantastical stories, mostly in this book. So yeah. this was a, such a normie book that yeah. it caught me off guard. It's such a, like, not, not to, you know, belittle it or anything. No. But, it, like, no, compared no. to the other, like, books that we had, it's, like, a more simple book. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah, it's, like, an easy read compared to the other shit that okay. we read. <laughs> Enemies to Lovers fucking got me. Can, can I just say that the author's humor was fucking on point except for one joke that I like that missed the mark it missed the mark literally I looked at that joke and was like this is gonna lower the score by like oh, 0.5 no. because of how bad this joking joke was can you tell me now it was that joke that was like oh yeah I feel what'd she say it was something like oh, I'm so upset la sigh like, you know when you say L-E? Uh, I don't even remember that. I do, because when I read that, I literally had to turn off my iPad, and I just sat there, and I was like, dear God. <laughs> it's, me <again. laughs> it's me again. It's me again. I know. I'm reading. <laughs> like, I got a lot to say, bitch. Sorry. Amen. <laughs> I was so... Oh, my God. I don't remember that. I think I blacked out. But their humor was so fucking funny because there was this point where her and Joshua looked at each other where Lucy and Joshua looked at each other and she was like put away your weapons they were both taking out imaginary weapons and was like they were like putting it down on the and table then Lucy was like all of them he was just like you know god damn it <laughs> Yeah, so they were supposedly, like, unstrapping, like, weapons from, like, their holsters and, like, putting it on the table. And that part was really funny. I really liked that part, too, because they were like, okay, weapons down. Let's talk for realsies, okay? Oh, my God. Let's actually have a conversation for once. Yes. I really... I liked the, the dialogue. Yes. I think the dialogue really hit for me. Like, the way that they bounced off of each other, Lucy and Joshua, felt really natural to me. That it really felt like I was... Uh, witnessing an enemies to lovers where they're both just in denial. Yeah. Except for him. Yeah. <laughs> True. Um, I do want to mention that I would have really liked if Val, the girl who was let go, was brought up more. Mm. Yeah. I mean, she was brought up a teeny tiny bit more in the movie. I need to watch it. Why did you watch it? Just tell me. <laughs> I'm so curious. I can't. I can't tell you till the end. Ugh, fine. Whatever. Can I tell you now, but you have to be okay with whatever I say? No, just save it. We're not... Well, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> um, okay, so what did you think about the character development? I really, really... Wait, hold on. Hold on. <laughs> hold on. If you're listening to audio, I'm winding her up. <laughs> really? <laughs> Love Joshua and Lucy. A lot. Joshua and Lucy? Both of them. Okay. Their dynamics, the way they talk to each other, their humor. But I love their dynamic and I love, you know, you know, I know. you know me. I oh, do so know sneak. you. <laughs> you know that I love jealousy in books. 
I fucking I, I love do. it. Yeah, I you, fucking you, love she it. literally brings it up all the time. I love it, but I love the fact when they were at paintball and literally every part of the business, like all the people were having their own individual paintball games and the girl or Danny, the person who Lucy had went out with was at another paintball game and you just see fucking Joshua shoot him and it's like, what the fuck, man? I'm not even in the fucking game. He's like, sorry, bitch. Sorry. That's like, what you get by having a Lucy bitch. <laughs> He's like, my hand slipped. Sorry. Swear to God. Sorry. I, I fell and got into aiming position and just. <laughs> I'm just Ooh. such a good shooter that yeah, I just like, you know. Sorry. But I mean, headshot. <laughs> Imagine it was a headshot. I, I think he like shot his ass, wasn't it? Yeah, or like it was, his, the back yeah. of his leg. Yeah, it was. But their dynamic, I thought, was really, really cute. Mm. I uh, just love the fucking writing in this book. Except for the little like, cringe part. I don't remember that part. You know the, the part that I, that I liked? What? Was um, when, in the beginning, when she talks about her password, it's I hate Joshua forever. Forever. <laughs> And she thought because they had this like hating game between them that his password would reflect hers. So it would be like, I hate Lucy forever. But it wasn't because she tried to sneak in. And it was like, well, damn, it's not his password. I guess he doesn't hate me forever. <laughs> that part was so really funny. funny. She was so fucking funny. By the way, her fucking obsession with Smurfs. <laughs> she has this obsession with the fucking blue ass Smurfs. And, you know, they always try to catch each other. Like, they always know each other with what they do. Mm. And so the male guy comes in and is like, here's your Smurf. And Josh is like, what the fuck are you doing ordering Smurfs to come to our business? And it's like, don't you know, Lucy auctions, like, joins the auctions for rare Smurfs. Like, she loves Smurfs. The blue things? Like, the The little little blue blue people? Hello? (laughs) You know what? He is so funny because he was like, I thought you were just buying clothes for yourself because they came in little boxes. So he's like, she's so tiny that her clothes fit in that little box. (laughs) So funny. So I do want to talk about the character development Mm -hmm. and when she actually starts developing feelings for him. So after their kiss, she can't really stop thinking about it, but she's like, we're going to make a game where we never fucking talk about it. They're, yeah, because she doesn't she doesn't it. want to talk about it anymore because she doesn't want to accept that she may have feelings for him. Because remember, yes. she wants to be his boss. So she's like, gotta get my head in the game. Just like Zach Efron. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I knew you'd get me. <laughs> but I love the fact that when she's trying to be like, okay, I want to understand what's going on. She's like always fucking around him and mm-hmm. like is so oblivious to the fact that she likes him. Mm-hmm. But the thing is, I don't really like the oblivious trope, but I feel like it was written very well here mm-hmm. because she honestly didn't fucking know. Yeah, like she, she, she had no idea that she felt a certain way for him. Because even when they kissed, she was completely like, what the fuck is happening? Why the fuck am I feeling like that? Why are we kissing right now? I know, but <laughs> I also hate each other. I like the fact that there was one day where she, because he was like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking kiss you again. Until you go up to that Danny bitch in design. <laughs> you go up to him and kiss him. And you tell me if that kiss is better than mine. And if it's not, you have to tell me. And if it is, okay. We that's can, fine. We can continue. Yes. And so she goes to kiss Danny and is like, oh, that She feels sucked. nothing. Yeah. Which Danny is leaving the company. Mm-hmm. He's like going to work for another company. Whatever. It doesn't matter. 
Yeah, but I like the fact that she goes over to his house to fucking tell him. Yeah, after the date with uh, Danny, she's like, well, damn, now I gotta go tell him that I felt nothing. <laughs> and it's funny because she gets to his house and she's like, okay, I'm here. Gonna take a fucking walk around the block and <laughs> look in the trash. <laughs> no, he comes up to her and he's like, what are you doing here? She's like, you know, I was just looking through the trash to your into your trash. And he's like, oh, you find anything interesting? Just adult diaper. <laughs> I know. She's so, like, quick-witted. But I I like the fact that, you know, when they are together in his apartment, um, she just stares at him. Yeah. And she's so fucking weird about it, because he's literally watching, like, a show, a medical show, and she's just, like, looking at him for hours. I think she's, like, waiting for him to do something. Like, we're gonna make out or what? What are we gonna do? But they do have this weird relationship going on, which I very fucking much appreciate. Mm-hmm. which is just them trying to figure out what they are. And she was like, we should do a game, a new game, new game, new game. It is called the or something game. And <laughs> my favorite game that happened before that happened before they even kiss. No, Remember, they would be in the office and she would be like, you're so, and he would be like, amazing, wonderful, handsome. <laughs> and she's like, predictable. <laughs> I freaking love that game. That was funny. But I, I like the fact that she was like, we're only going to have sex once. Because whatever we have between each other, this tension. this She's trying to get it out of her yeah, system. Yeah, she was like, this thing that you're creating, you, just specifically you, not me, <laughs> that you're creating, like, we just got to get it out of our system once. And then, and then we're, we're done. done. But he doesn't want to have sex with her at this moment in time. Like when she's, you know, there looking at all his stuff, but the staring thing, at him. The thing is, he does say he wants to. But not at that moment. He's like, not right now. No. It's got to be the perfect moment. She's like, perfect moment now, bitch. I'm here, aren't I? She's like, I shaved. I exfoliated. I'm ready, bitch. I'm ready, bitch. (laughs) So it's just like a fucking constant battle between both of them. But so after the paintball game. Yeah. Should we just, should we talk about like what, like how it even blossomed? Yeah. So basically, she got really sick at the paintball game, and he took her back to her place and essentially took care of her for the entire weekend. Mm -hmm. And during that weekend when he was taking care of her, he invited his own brother, who is a doctor, over to make sure that she was okay. Yeah. And she's, like, in a hazy state, but she sees that there's a doctor in the building. And she overhears, like, oh, my God, bro, aren't you going to come to my wedding? And Josh is like, I'm busy that day. <laughs> I, the invitation actually is it burst into flames. It's lost in the mail, so I can't yeah. RSVP. I don't. I don't get mail. <laughs> she uses like every fucking excuse, but the brother gets a little angry because he's like, "You need to tell me fucking now if you're coming." And it's my wedding, bro. Come on, you need to come, bro, bro. I'm only gonna get married once, hopefully. <laughs> <laughs> and so Lucy overhears, and because she's so grateful to him for having taken care of her when she was really sick. She offers herself as a date, like, later on. She's like, oh, my God, if you want a date, bro. I'm I'm sorry, not a bro. If you want me to go with you as a date to the wedding, I'm down. I'm down. I'll even drive you there, and you can get shit-faced. Like, I don't even care. Yeah. I'll drive you there. And he's like, bitch, I don't even want to go. I don't even want to go. What are you talking about? So, but they end up going. They end up going. Can we, like, talk about that? (laughs) Yes. Yes, because we were talking about the character development. 
I do want to talk about fucking the blossoming of their relationship. Mm -hmm. I love how it's handled because they're already having a lot of sexual tension between themselves. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because she's like, we're going to this wedding. Where are we staying? And he's like, I don't know, like a fucking crappy motel. And she's like, am I going to have to fuck you in a crappy motel? You know what's going to happen. You know what's going to happen. I'm already fucking pants half down. Like, you know what's going to fucking happen. Condo in hand. I know. I already opened it. We have to use it now. I only brought one. (laughs) But this wedding is so good because, like, you finally see, like, you know, just, like, the fucking horribleness of the fucking family that Joshua has to endure. But also just, like, by the way, they do have sex before all of that. <laughs> when they are at this wedding, it's finally at this point where Lucy starts to admit to herself that she's having weird feelings. Mm-hmm. And she's so scared of having these weird feelings. And I fucking I fucking love how this part is written because he's so sweet to her. But he's just like, she's just like, okay, no, not me, bitch. <laughs> not me. You're trying to. Entangle me in this bitch? <laughs> Not me. <laughs> but before the wedding, he does reveal to her that he's had a serious relationship like two years ago, I think. Yeah. And he's like, it just didn't work out because most girls just want me for my looks, for my hot body. <laughs> and she's like, I I get it. <laughs> <laughs> no, he's like, I think most girls just see me and they just want to have a good time, but they don't actually want something serious. With she's me. a little thrown off by it because she's like, condition. I didn't, yeah, she's like, I didn't think he would be that offended by that. Mm-hmm. Because she didn't make remarks like, yeah, I'm just here for your body. But it was a joke. And he would be like, oh, oh okay. Yeah. <laughs> so then after they have sex once, she's just kind of like, uh, okay. I, you know, I said once. I said, I did. I did. I will admit it. But what is once? (laughs) What the fuck is once? But I did bring this whole, like, I meant once a year. This whole role. Once the whole year. (laughs) I know. I brought, I, I, you know, it's embarrassing. I asked for one condom in the condom store. Those exist. Don't look it up. I asked for one condom in the condom store. They gave me 100. You know, and I'm not going to waste them. I'm not a wasteful bitch. You know that about me. And he Uh just, like, she is so like in this point where she knows something is happening mm-hmm. that she is falling for him. She does feel like she shouldn't feel this way just because yeah. she does want to get that higher position. Yeah. In the job. Remember, that's happening. Yeah. But she's also like, well, damn, I kind of like him I though. I like him. And it it like exponentially just like skyrockets only because the day after when they're having breakfast with the family, mm-hmm. freaking Joshua's family, I'm not even going to get into it, but they're fucking a pain in the ass. And she calls them out. Lucy calls them out and is like, and, you guys and, fucking and suck. You don't appreciate your son. This bitch does so much. It's mostly the dad. It's the dad. Because the dad is, okay. The family, I said it again. The family are basically all doctors. Yes. And Josh was like, you know what? Not me, bitch. Not me, bitch. And so the dad is, in a way, disappointed in him because he didn't follow the family tradition. And so he'll make, like, sly remarks like, oh, my son, I'm so proud of him. But he's talking about the brother. Yeah, and even fucking the brother ended up with... Josh's ex-girlfriend. So even in the freaking wedding, like, 
¿Cómo se llama? When they read the, the vows. The vows. Or no, when no. the toast. When they're yeah. giving the toast. The dad is like, I'm glad you chose one of the Templetons. Templemans, Templemans. Temple, Templeman, I think. Yeah. I'm glad you chose one of the Templemans. And it's like, what the fuck? Like, what the fuck? My boy Josh. Josh is right there. Josh is standing right there. goes off on the dad. And he's like, you know what? I like you. I like you. But not fucking you, bitch. Because you're a shady ass bitch. If you're going to treat your fucking son, who is close to being the CEO and getting this fucking, this fucking position, bitch. If you're going to be like that to him, fuck you. We're going to leave, and we're going to have a fucking good time. And they do. They have, like, a fucking montage going back, <laughs> singing freaking music and everything. And she, she realizes that she's in... L word. Wait, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> she's in love! She's in love with him. Wait, wait, you, we totally glossed over the fact that she, when she realized that the wedding was... That the girl was Josh's ex. She was like, what the fuck? Is that why you invited me here? Because you wanted her to feel a little jealous? It's like, no, bitch, it's because I fucking love you. But he was just more more so the fact, like, I want to be around you. You make these things more bearable. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I want you to be here. Yeah, I don't even like her like that. Yeah. Don't make it fucking weird, <laughs> Uh-huh. But anyway, they end up falling in love. And I just... The... the the overarching development that happens in the story with these two characters, I feel like... Hold on. Hold on. Wait, I'm putting my fingers together. Can what? I can hear it. Hello? Oh my beautiful. god. Chef's kiss. It's fucking beautiful. Uh-huh. Oh my gosh. Uh-huh. I love the development of Do you realize characters. that you haven't even told me how you felt about it, but you have told me how you felt about this? I haven't said anything. Bitch. <laughs> I swear to God, if you give this book a one, I'm going to be like, replay that shit. (laughs) It's fucking good. Chef's kiss. Uh But anyway, the development between these two characters is so fucking good. Mm I... I agree. Loved it. Yeah. I loved it. Another thing to know is that Lucy's character did develop because... One of the reasons why her and Josh would constantly argue was because she was seen as a pushover yeah. and he would constantly tell her like you need to stop. You need to stop. You need to like hold your ground. And, and you know she didn't like to. She didn't like to because she didn't want her people's feelings. Yeah. So she was generally a nice person. So she actually did end up developing at the end of the story because she did hold her ground on a certain character that would constantly take advantage of her. Yep. And anytime that would happen, Josh would be like, don't fuck. Don't, don't you fucking dare. Her. Don't you fucking dare, bitch. <laughs> I'm looking right at you. The thing I like about these two characters, too, is the fact that they view each other as equals. Because I see that a lot of enemies to lovers, mostly in, in these types of tropes where, like, the man is, like, big, six-foot-tall, muscly-ass man. <sighs> the girl always has to be a damsel in distress yeah. type of bitch. Yeah. But, like, yeah. I really like that they're both equals. Mm-hmm. They're both capable they're both, like, you know, can be their own person outside of a relationship. I fucking love that. I yeah. thought that was good. At no point was she a damsel in distress. No. And just to reiterate, the writing in this story was really nice. Mm-hmm. I love the writing in this story. I thought that it was very 
you know, done in a way where it seemed very realistic, even to the point where Lucy would call her parents. And it's fucking just as parents. She would talk about Josh to her parents and her dad would be like, who is it, Jebediah? <laughs> like, oh my God. Jebediah? <laughs> um, yeah, dad, close enough, I guess. <laughs> How did you feel about the spice level? Sorry, oh. spiceometer? Here. Um, it was all right. I Like a... I don't even remember it. It was like a one out of ten. <laughs> you want to know? I yes, it was very low. It was mild. It was very very low. Uh-huh. Even when it got to the first time that they actually had sex, mm-hmm. I was kind of like, "That's it. All of this tension, this buildup, and you're not gonna deliver." But I thought it was so. I don't know. I thought it was really endearing that, like, you know, when they would kiss and he was like, oh my god, I'm so fucking turned on right now. And they would just kind of be really awkward about it. Uh-huh. I thought that was very endearing. You no, know, yeah, I do agree that the tension was really nice and I enjoyed it for the yes. most part. Yes. Spice could have been a little better, better, but I'm not upset about it. It's so whatever. Did you have any dislikes on this book? Yes. I have one that like right here but can i hear yours first well mine is kind of like small okay. maybe not small but like it actually has to do with the spice level mm. so at any time that our main character was turned on she would describe it as her nipples would pinch okay. and i was like what the fuck does that mean what does that even mean what does that feel like i don't know and you know what made me more mad what? He never actually pinched her nipples. Like, hello? <laughs> if you're going to describe it as, like, your nipples are pinching, and no one actually pinches your nipple, bitch. Like, hello? If the nipple was never pinched, was the nipple even there? <laughs> <laughs> no, it wasn't, actually. Any time there is a, like, smut scene or, like, a tension scene where, like, the nipples have, like, a mind of their own, it's just weird. I saw this post on Twitter that was so fucking funny about how, like, when men write about women, they don't know how to write them. So it'll be like, I was hanging out with my friend and my breasts were just perky with Perky? And it's like, hello? What does that mean? If my breasts were perky, I would tell you, but I don't think it would happen often. Like, what does that even mean? I don't know. Perky with excitement. What? But not sexual excitement. It's just excitement. I'm just happy to be here. Thank you. Thank you. It's just just platonic. (laughs) Platonic perky boobs. It's just fucking weird. That's so funny. I did have a dislike. I did have a dislike. I need to look at the quote, though. Wait, before you get to your dislike, (laughs) there was this one part that I liked that I didn't mention earlier. Uh, When they would play the HR game. And remember when she looked really hot, like she came to work like in like her best fucking outfit ever. Um, he was like, you know, that's not appropriate business attire. And she was he was like, I'm gonna call HR or whatever he said. And she's like, You can't take your eyes off my thighs long enough to call HR. <laughs> she, she's like, You don't even know it. You don't even know like the protocol of like the dressing attire. And he's like, I have it memorized. <laughs> I can recite it right now. <laughs> so funny. I did have one dislike. What? I didn't like that the fact of Danny being in the story. You always have an issue with a side guy. Why is that? Because the thing is, if you're going to put a side bitch 
inside of this story, <laughs> then why is he not inside of the story? Because not every guy that you talk to is a big part of your story. But hear me out. If you tried making it a big part. (laughs) And the thing is, they even acknowledged it. The fact that like, oh, it was because I was being an idiot that you started talking to this dude. Joshua or Josh freaking like comes to terms with that. It's kind of his fault. I wish he would have been a bigger thing uh, because I love the fucking jealous trope. Hold on. I just want to see him be jealous. No, no, no. Lucy was the one that came to terms with it because she lied about it. No, she did lie about it. But then when she brought it up to Josh, Josh was like, oh, so it's my fault that this happened. I could have sworn it was the other way Don't around. Don't make me look it up because I'll be right. It was one. Of, whatever. It was both of their faults. Yeah, it was both Who of cares? their faults. Who cares? It was both of their faults. But anyway, I just wish that he wasn't just a one and done. I don't understand why you have such a problem with those types of characters. Because you were the same way with with uh, John Ambrose McLaren. Yeah. I don't understand. Not because hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me finish. Go ahead, but I'm gonna hold your hand while you. Not every guy that you talk to, romantically, platonically, doesn't matter. Or even girl, any friend, who cares? Yes. Any person that you talk to doesn't have to be a big part of your story. I agree, but if you spent so much time explaining this fucking character to me. Danny wasn't even explained that much. He was explained. He worked in design. <laughs> That's <laughs> it? That's all you fucking know about him. Three things I know about Danny. His name starts with D. He worked in design. And his name and what he worked in both started with D. <laughs> Three things. He counted as four, maybe. You're like, that's enough. That's enough. Uh-huh. I just wish that would have been a bigger fucking deal. Because I love the jealous trope. And I wish there would have been more of Josh being jealous. Thank you. That part was cute. I agree. Good night. Oh, we're done? Okay, cool. Mic drop. (laughs) Sounds like one. It sounds like one. Whoa. I love these new mics. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Was that your only dislike? Just the fact that he was a small, small little, a little sprinkle in there. Yeah. Mm. Okay. I never mind these types of characters. I'm sorry. Wait, wait, can you tell me? I'm dying now. I'm dying of curiosity. Why didn't you watch the movie? Before you actually say, (laughs) before you actually tell me, can I just say, can I just let the world know? I watched the movie with my mom after I finished reading the book. What an interesting movie to watch with a mother. Let me just tell you. (laughs) Mostly with your mom. (laughs) But it's funny because my mom did enjoy it overall. Because, I mean, it's an enemies to lovers, office romance kind of thing. When it got to the spicy scene, because remember, there was a lot of tension between them. When it finally got to that scene, she looked at me and she was like, what kind of movie are you putting on for me? (laughs) Like, she just got so uncomfortable. My mom doesn't know how to handle, like, scenes Mm -hmm. like that. I'm just like, whatever, who cares? Yeah. Uh, but overall, she did enjoy the movie. Wow. Yeah, she was like, oh my god. Oh my god. Okay. She did get kind of upset with the ending, though, which we can talk about the later. <laughs> okay. Me telling you why I didn't watch the movie will reveal how I feel about this book. What? <laughs> why? <laughs> okay, so should we talk about how we feel about this book? Can you go first? Yeah, I'll go first. So, this was the first book that I read in our batch, which we had, like, fucking ten books to read. Yeah, we did. We, oh, Jesus. Why did we do this to ourselves? I don't know. But, I mean, overall, it was fun. Mm, yeah. So, I also, 
I will say that I had already seen a lot of polarizing things about this book. Either people really loved it or people really hated it. I never saw like an in-between. Mm. Um, I feel like I kept seeing it on TikTok. I kept hearing people say that, oh, you know what? I don't like this book. But you know what it is? I think people hate this book because it became really popular. Okay. But me, personally, I really enjoyed the dialogue between the main characters. I think that was like my favorite part about this book that they had such a that they had such good chemistry with each other that they would always bounce off of each other and it was just like magic like between them I don't think I've ever read like I don't want to call the story basic but we've read a lot of fantasy okay just hear me out this batch specifically this batch specifically was a lot of fantasy so like please understand that this is not an insult but this was a basic story in comparison to everything else we read so out of every like thing that we've read like just in general i thought that their dialogue together was probably one of my favorites Hmm. just like the way that they would like be witty with each other Hmm. office romance even though we both really loved spanish love deception it's not really one of the things that i seek out i don't really like office romance or just work I understand or even like work romance I don't know it's not I'm not gonna fall in love with my coworker. I work with them (laughs) exactly like I can't it's just not something that I seek out but I really did enjoy the story I did have a few issues with it like the nipples thing and also I didn't really love that she would address her boss as fat little dick like that was that was weird but I mean I don't know I'm just gonna I'm just gonna ignore that part pretend like it didn't happen Mm mm-hmm um overall i think this was a fun read for me it was a quick read too i think i would give it like a like a 3.6 3.5 around there out of five out of five yeah which is pretty good honestly i think i would read it again specifically Hmm. for the dialogue (laughs) what about you so we were just talking before we started filming Mm. about someone i once knew someone that i used to know (laughs) so let me just tell you that this person fits exactly who lucy is and when i first started reading this book that hella turned me off because this person that i once knew was a very um not healthy person to be friends with and i was not down i was not down at all for lucy Yeah, I was not down for Lucy because of this person I once knew. And I was like, I'm going to fucking hate this book. Oh, my God. I'm going to fucking hate this book. And even looking at the cover, I'm sorry because I really like people who do graphic design for covers. Mm -hmm. This cover fucking sucked. I thought it was... Which version? Hold on. Please (laughs) pause. Please pause. Can you sing a little song while I... (laughs) Oh, my God. We're thinking the same thing. Oh, yes. Why do you hate this cover? I don't like it. Why? Because they're just two basic ass bitches. Two basic ass bitches. It's in a basic ass I, I hate when books are like, oh my god, I'm so frumpy and small. And then they're not. They're not frumpy and small. That just looks like a basic ass bitch. I don't even bitch. know what the hell frumpy means. <laughs> frumpy means like, oh my god, you know, just like frumpy. Uh-huh. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> now, now I know what it is. Hermione Granger from Harry Potter, written by J.K. Rowling, is frumpy. You would describe her as frumpy. Doesn't care about their looks. Okay, thank you. You know? Uh But I thought I was going to hate this book. 
And then when I finally started reading it, I was so freaking, as we once said in a past episode, encapsulated <laughs> by the dialogue, uh-huh. by their interactions Joshua and Lucy uh-huh. had in this story. And I was so fucking into the tension. I loved it so much. Mm-hmm. The spice wasn't there. Because there is another book that we've read that has more spice, which you can watch later in our God, episodes. how many have we read that We've read spice? a lot of fucking penis books. So I wasn't surprised <laughs> when I saw a penis or two in this one. <laughs> we okay. didn't you even... Saw, you saw one. You saw one. And it was like a shy one. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I was not a fan of the spice, but I was a fan of the tension. And I was a fan of... Just, like, the freaking wholesome love that he had for Lucy. The fact that he would send... You remember when he sent her flowers and that said, you're always beautiful? Yeah, because she was insecure. And just... uh, I loved her so much. I literally didn't even talk about the fact that he loved the color of her eyes so much that he painted it into his room. And once she had thrown a little paper, like origami, at him at a meeting, he and he kept, kept it. it and put it in house. Don't remember. I forgot about that. <laughs> he loves her so fucking much, and I love that in characters. And the fact that, because we are going to talk about the ending, the fact that he went into his boss's office and said, "I know this interview for this big job is coming up, but I'm falling in love with Lucy." And I'm going to quit because I'm in love with Lucy. Mm-hmm. And his boss got fucking mad, but he was like, I told you. I told you what's going on. That's it. The fact that, you know, he loved her so fucking much. That he just decided to leave. I was like, damn. That bitch love loves her. That bitch love loves her. Oh my god. I it's like level 10. I... I <laughs> thoroughly enjoyed this book. Okay. And I rated a 5 out of 5. Whoa! Yeah, I rated a 5 out of 5. I didn't think you would like it. <laughs> I'm in shock. Do you remember that one TikTok I posted? It was the hating game? It was the hating game. So I Chelly, read this book in one day. Yeah, Chelly posted a TikTok where she was like freaking out in the morning before work. She was like, do you ever just... Do you ever just? <laughs> yeah, I'm like, yeah, I have actually. I have no idea what you're talking about, but yes, one, I have. There's this one comment's like, I don't know what I'm agreeing with, but yeah, <laughs> I agree, bro. I didn't know it was the hating game. What did you think it was? You know what? I'm not gonna tell you. But you know what's funny? I seriously thought you were gonna hate this book. Not hate this book, but uh, how do I describe it? It's like beloved love, tolerate possibly. I wouldn't come back to it, is what you think. Yeah, you would. I would hella reread this book start to finish. You know what I think it is? I think it's because neither you or I really seek out office romances. No, and I, I thought and I wouldn't. Spanish love deception was a fluke for the both of us. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, what? An office romance? A one time? A one timer? <laughs> what I- if my favorite thing is office romances? Oh my god, I doubt it. <laughs> I really don't think so. Tune in next time when we read. Another office romance. Romance. This is this podcast is only office romance. It's from not. Yes, Please it no. Is. Yes, it is. She's lying. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> I didn't think you would read it if I. I'm genuinely shocked. I'm genuinely like. I love this. Wait, book. but then that doesn't describe why you didn't watch the movie. 
The reason I didn't watch the movie was because I was scared that it wasn't going to do it justice. Mm. And I'm so like, it's not going to do it as well as the book did. So I didn't watch it. I purposely didn't watch it because I had fucking time. Mm-hmm. I didn't watch it because of that. Can I tell you something that they changed that I want to get your opinion on? Oh my god! Can you hold my hand though? It's not like it's not like a big thing. Okay, I'm ready. Okay, so you know that part in the elevator when they when they when they make out when they make out, but like you know how he like picks her up and he like carries her. They changed that part in the in the movie, and instead of him carrying her. She, I forgot what she says, but she's like, she says something like, oh, you're looking at me with your, uh, no, he tells her, he tells Horny her. Horny eyes. Yeah, yeah, but no, but they switched it. He tells her, you're looking at me with your serial killer eyes. I think because she's not as, you know, yeah. scary looking. And so she's just like, whatever. And so he stops the elevator and he's like, are we seriously going to keep playing this game? And she's like, what? What are you talking about? And he's like, you know what I'm talking about. And he like she she kisses him. Like he doesn't even pick her up or anything. Like at that point. Hold on, hold on. At that point he doesn't pick her up. But she like kisses him and then he picks her up. So what do you think about them changing that scene? Because I understand why they would change it. Because I think people would get offended by the fact that, you know, oh my god, how dare he just pick her up? How dare he just pick her up like she's a little Polly Pocket? (laughs) I understand. I understand why people would want to change it. I don't like that they changed it. Me neither. I was like, hello? I like the fact that he thought it was him. I love the fact that he thought he was the one going on the date. Oh yeah. I feel so bad for him. I feel so bad for him. But that's the reason the elevator scene happened. Mm Mm-hmm. Because he thought, like, oh, my God, we're going on a date. But I kind of love that he said that. But are we going to keep playing this game? Yeah. I forgot. It's so fucking... I'm looking at Josh at Hello? I don't care that there was only one penis in this book. Because that's the only one penis that matters. Are you saying out of all the books? Out of all the peni that we've seen. <laughs> really? Yeah. He's the only one that mattered to me. I think we you still thinking have... of all the penises? I'm thinking of all the. Thinking about penis. <laughs> I'm thinking of all the books that we read in this book read that have penises. You mean all of them? <laughs> no, but I mean like an explicit like scene. <laughs> all of them. There's so much dick in what we've been reading. I'm like not like you know you know me. <laughs> Do you remember? Oh my god, this is gonna be a tangent. Do you remember? I don't remember what episode it was, but we talked about the types of fanfics we read. And I was like, oh, you don't want to know the types of fanfics I read because they're explicit. And you were like, I'm over here reading found family. I'm over here reading fluff pieces. (laughs) Do you remember that? When I was reading these books, I was like, oh my God, Chelly. It's going to die. Poor Chelly's going to (laughs) die. The thing is though, I don't, how do I say this? When I was younger... When I was young, the wee age of 17, when I would read, like, you know, like, sex in fan fiction, mm-hmm. I was like, because I like the character so much and because I like the ship so much, I was like, oh, hell yeah, I'm fucking down for this. Mm-hmm. But I never read anything that was extreme. That, that was not me. So getting into this podcast with you, we've 
seen the extreme. That's been quite the journey. You know, I never thought that I would be here reading, you know, a Julia Quinn book. <laughs> I never thought that Julia. We, I never thought that me thinking we were going to read a book about snakes, which if you listen to our last episode, you'll understand that reference. It's but, Denna Vipers. <laughs> I never knew that it was just going to be about penises. I never knew we were going to fall down this route It's not that I don't Or it's not that I hate it Because I don't But Mm -hmm. I don't seek it out Yeah I'm more of like the I want to read found family type shit Mm -hmm. Because that's just me I respect that Thank you (laughs) That's very nice of you to say Of course No problem (laughs) I'm still shocked that you gave this such a high rating I fucking love this book (sighs) I can excuse The lack of spice I cannot, oh, but I mean, I cannot it makes excuse it. the pinched The pinched nipples, exactly. You know what's funny? Um, seeing as how this was the first book that I read in my in, in our bulk read, I think I actually gave it a higher rating when I rated it on Goodreads on my own personal account. Let me look at it. I think I gave it a lower rating. Oh, no. Just kidding. It was, I, it was the same. I said it would have been higher had it not been for the weird description of her nipples being pinched when she, when she was aroused. <laughs> Love that like, for you. Damn, why are her nipples pinching? I should I should go in and give it a five out of five, which I'm pretty sure I did. And I should just write like five out of five only because her nipples were pinched. <laughs> but not finally li- someone understood. But not literally. <laughs> no, they were never pinched. Because who would let that happen? I mean, I don't oh, know. The only one who can pinch my nipples is the big G and the S, the big guy in the sky. God. No, 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 no. Amen. God no. <laughs> No, God, yes. <laughs> Wait, I was going to ask you something. Hold on. Okay, I know that we've already passed, like, what we thought about it as a whole. But what was your favorite game that they would play? The how are you game? <laughs> Why? Because <laughs> I thought it was funny because the first time they played it, basically the how are you game was they act very cordial with each other. So there was this one point where they were like, how are you? I'm good. How are you? And they're like, they were literally walking in tandem, like freaking same steps to the coffee room. I was like, can I, can I serve you some tea? I know how you like it with sugar. I know how you like it with sugar. The freaking the HR lady like, came running. She's like, what the fuck is happening here? What the fuck is happening? Uh-huh. I thought that was so fucking funny. That was funny. Yeah, I really Thank liked you. it. I really liked the games that they would play. It made it more interesting. Yeah. Foreign enemies to lovers. You know? Yeah. I think my favorite is the one that I already said. Was the, you're so... You're so... And he'd be like, Amazing. No. <laughs> That's not where I was going with it. Can I just say, too, the mm-hmm. fact that the staring game, he was like, oh, she was like, oh, the point of the game is for me to make you laugh or one of us to make each other laugh. And he was like, oh, I thought it was for us to fall in love with each other. I had a, <gasps> dude, I cannot even begin to tell you. I know the way I'm going to cry, too. <laughs> I can't even begin. I really like them together. I can't even begin to tell you how much I love this book. I literally read it at night. I had to go to work at fucking 6:30 in the morning because I had a meeting in the morning. So I was like, it's okay. I'm gonna fall asleep at 9 p.m. And you know, yeah. I'm just gonna read like the first 20 pages of the hating game. Uh-huh. I started reading it at 9 p.m. and didn't finish until 4 a.m. 
I stayed up reading that fucking book. And every time a scene like that would happen, I would like close my iPad and scream to myself. <laughs> I can share, I have voice memos of me. Just like, I can't fucking take this anymore. <laughs> I was dying. I love this book so much. Five out of five. Five out of fucking five. I'm so I recommend it. If you don't like it, don't listen to our podcast. <laughs> Just kidding. Please listen to our podcast. But well, yeah, I, re- I really like it too, though. It was really fun. It was a fun read. It really was. I but do you agree that love and hate are like the same thing? Do you agree? That was like a big theme in the beginning of the story where she says love and hate are visceral. No. Don't agree? I don't agree. Do you? I kind of do. In what way? Because I feel like hate isn't the opposite of love. I feel like the opposite of love is indifference. And I feel like both love and hate are such, like, strong feet. Yeah, there you go. Emotions. That sometimes, like, you don't really know which one it is. Like, do I, like, love you maybe? But I I mean it in the, like, I guess romantic sense. That's so funny. In the romantic sense. I don't mean it, like, in, like, everyday life. That's so funny because you literally just called me out for not putting aside my feminism. <laughs> when we read books. I told you I put it aside. I can't do that. Hello? I can't do that all the time. What? Because we've been reading a lot of different types of books, but the... I don't know. For one of these, I hell had to put it aside. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, I... I don't agree with that statement because... I don't know. Love encapsulates all the positivity that you feel towards yeah. a person. Encapsulates is like your word of the day. <laughs> Are you just drunk or is that like the word of the day? I actually paid $10 for that word, so I do have to use it. I think that love encapsulates all the positivity of the world. There's a lot of different types of love. That's what I genuinely believe. And I believe that there is hate in the world, which is the negativity in the world. But like I she, think she means. I think she means it in like not a literal sense. I know that, but that's circling back to the person I once knew in my old life. Oh, do you get what I mean? She who will not be named. Do you get what I mean? I do. But I think she meant it more of like, oh my god, this this sensation is just so strong. And yes, that I don't know which one it is. Yes, I understand that because I do agree that both sensations are very similar in the way that it it can make you feel sick, mm-hmm. it can make you feel anxious, it can make you feel a certain way. But I do not think that they are the same. Okay. We're done. Are we done? Yeah, we're done. We're done. Oh god, I'm so drunk. Really? I feel like I'm so happy. I know. I'm literally falling deeper and deeper into this hole. Like, the more you talk, the more the words start to sound like... (laughs) (laughs) Like the, um... Oh my god. What is Snoopy Cloud? The peanuts? Yeah. Yeah. I was thinking of the mom-mom. Literally, you would be talking and I'm like, whoa, green! (laughs) On your mic! Okay, so thank you so much for listening to us. If you are listening to us in audio form, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Amazon Music, or anywhere you listen to podcasts on, I would really recommend you leaving a review, leaving a rating, because that really does help with exposure. Everyone knows exposure is better done through word of mouth. So if you want to like talk about us to like your grandma or your grandpa, but not your uncle, because you know, 
He's a little You know what sus. he did. You know what he did. <laughs> if you want to talk about it with anyone that you know, that would really help. We're, we really are trying to be more exposed 2022 because we want our podcast to do fucking well. If you watch us on YouTube, thank you so much. If you can leave a like, if you can comment, if you can subscribe and click that notification bell because that really helps with analytics. That would be really nice. If you want to talk about what you felt about this book, I am willing to discuss it with you because, bitch, I've been feeling a certain way about this book. (laughs) So at the end of our episodes, we typically roll a die. And if it lands on an even number, we read a positive review on Goodreads. And if it lands on an odd number, we read a negative comment on Goodreads. Just to let you know, we're going to read this comment and leave it up in the air. Not going to talk about it. Does not connect to us We're not going to discuss it, but like not on camera. (laughs) Yeah. And if we make a face. Ignore it. You made a face. Thank you. (laughs) We're gaslighting the audience. (laughs) So our die roll says two. Two. We're going to read a positive. All right. So our positive review comes from Haley. Haley in Bookland on Goodreads, they rated it a 4 out of 5. Well, she put 3.75. And they wrote, I really wasn't sure about this up until the end. But once I got there, I was squealing. That's it. (laughs) (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. And we will talk to you next time. Bye. Bye.